Tatum, what's going on? Thanks for joining the podcast today. I'm so glad we Thank could you for it. having me. Excited. We've been talking about doing a podcast for a minute now. We see each other at all these events, all these shows, and I'm super excited to have you on. I'm very excited. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm very excited to get into this with you. I got to quickly pump some C4 into me to <laughs> I'm energize not- and wake up. I'm not a caffeine person. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink energy drinks, which is like so unheard of. I'm I'm a Marine Corps veteran and that's like all Marines run on is caffeine and tobacco and I don't do either. So I'm kind of like a little anomaly. <laughs> how do you, how do you function on a daily basis? What is your secret? Spite, I guess. I don't know. Spite, <laughs> I just, the I anger of the world. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I just, I'm very... I'm very yappy. I'm very loud. I'm very all over the place. So I kind of feel like that just gets me through my time. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the spite against the world. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's your spite. Which is the exact opposite of how I would think of you. I would think of it's just like your bubbliness and your energy. You're just out there ready to go versus like, you're like, no, it's actually anger. It's all anger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm filled with rage and I have to suppress it, you know? <laughs> no, but that's, that's why, that's why I'm a certified rail rider. That's when I get out all that negative emotion. So, <laughs> so that I can spend the rest of my time being this, you know, bright bubbly gal. And then I'm a rage monster at a fest so <laughs> it, okay it is kind of funny how i think the people that make like the dark satanic like music that people are like that is so bad it's yeah. the opposite it's like those people are actually somehow the nicest people the nicest and, people yeah right. like, like i like like just now thinking about it amorphic had recently tweeted how somebody for the first time called his visuals a satanic and he tweeted about it because he was like, that's not who I am. And that's not who he is. Like, he is so sweet, so nice. Like, he's he's such he's such a homie. He's such a, a good individual. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting how, like, that persona and then you meet Yeah, them, like, that's not what nice. that is. Like, they're yeah. just kind of scary and angry, but there's nothing to do with, like, anything else. Like, yeah, don't, get it all don't push out. that agenda anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, they get it all out at through that expression and then exactly. clean slight everywhere else what's going yes, on how are you exactly it's the spongebob wonderful weather we're having you know he's just <laughs> <laughs> just clean slate um so i'm still shocked about this coffee in no caffeine <laughs> you're just running you're just doing day job content creation festivals all night nothing not even a lick of it no, it's it's never been for me and not it kind of makes my tummy hurt if we're being honest. I, I I'm a tummy hurt gal. My tummy hurts all the freaking time and like adding caffeine and like extra whatever is that these drinks have, it just it doesn't sit right right with me apparently and I whatever. I'm a tummy hurt gal just took me I'm out. A tummy hurt gal. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Uh, that might be that might be Put it on a bumper sticker. <laughs> That might be the title of the podcast. Tommy Hurt Gal. <laughs> Introducing our Tommy Hurt Gal. Do you drink a lot of water? Are you just super hydrated? Are you so just also also again? I'm telling on myself here. I don't eat like I don't drink nearly as much water as I should. I definitely do at festivals. You will not catch me not drinking water at a festival, but my like drink of choice, probably borderline addiction. I love the Glacier Freeze Blue Gatorade, that is on me 24-7. Like, mind you, I have several, like, Hydro Flask Yeti-type reusable cups that I sh yeah. should be putting my water into. 
I'm gonna pass that over every single time and I'm gonna grab me an ice cold Gatorade, all right? <laughs> Glacier freeze Gatorade 24 seven. All right, I, I've got a new health plan and my, my, <laughs> my doctors are gonna be questioning me, maybe. <laughs> but i think that's it so you're just on a sugar rush from gatorade all day that's honestly that to. probably <laughs> makes way more sense than me saying spite i'm just constantly jacked up on gatorade <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny um so one of the main things that i love is that you have such a unique approach to content and i mean there's tons of people that do like unboxings and all that but i, I just find that yours is quite unique in the sense of how you do these unboxings and how you just talk and and just I don't know you're just out there you just talk into the world out there and I think I'm also drawn to it because I know I struggle personally with being on camera for regular content and just talking I could do this me and you all day but something about like putting my phone in my face and being like this is my opinion or hey I got yeah. this it's just, it's just something about it is hard for me to overcome I'm getting there but how did you how did you just start doing that unique content style what was the like initial thing? Which is that how you even, I actually don't know because we obviously connected as you've grown and I've grown. Yes. Is that how you started? Did you just start right away of like, I got this product and you know. The I literally just started one day and it kind of picked up. Um, Before I got into making festival and rave content, I was working with a lot of like so slow fashion, like hippie brands. And that was kind of where I was at, where I was doing unboxings and styling videos and da, 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 da. But I don't think that my, quote unquote, like unique content style really came into play until I was a rave influencer. And honestly, when I was first getting asked that question, like, how did you come up with this unique content creation style? I was like, <laughs> kind of dumbfounded because I was like, I just push play on my camera and I just yap. And I kind of don't like whatever comes out, comes out and I'm not responsible for it. Like, <laughs> like, it's just very me and authentic and I've always told myself that like if I'm not able to be a hundred percent of myself for me why would I be anything but just me for anyone else like that doesn't make any sense to me like why would I put on this face to like gain followers because that was never the goal either I just I like to yap and I was finding myself searching on TikTok and, and social media websites alike where I was like hey like rave outfits over here what festival should I be going to or what are these tips and tricks and I wasn't finding videos that I thought worked for me personally so I was like I might as well just make my own like there's got to be more people out there so that's kind of where I got into creating the content was I was just yapping away but as as far as my style it's just it's just me and I'm just letting it come out and sometimes it sticks sometimes it doesn't oh well <laughs> but I keep on chugging along yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm truthfully impressed by it because that does not come naturally to me. And like, I, yes. like just not to talk about me, because like I started out with content by filming sets and filming, you know, like and posting those because I was like, I'm going, yeah. might as well just post these and yeah. like, whatever happens, happens. And then I got on camera and I could do the skits fine. I could make up skits. I could make up captions for the skits. No problem. And then it was like, well, that is, that was working for the brief period of TikTok or like, it was like crazy. And then now it's like, we want you to talk. And I'm like, what do you mean? You gotta actually engage now. You gotta be a yeah. human being about it. <laughs> yes, yes. And and not to, and to be fair, that element is always what attracts people. I think in social media is having them understand like your voice and where you stand on things and and they just get to know you for you. And that's something I've always struggled with is like, what part of me 
which I should just be showing everything. But then it's like, well, what, what is everything? You know what I mean? Like I go into the, yeah, what's this, going on? <laughs> yeah, I go into like this deep philosophical of like, well, what is it? What am I showing? And instead of just putting stuff out. So I've been working on that more and more. But I, again, it, it doesn't come natural, I feel like to most people. And it's very, I, I think it's very commendable just how it yours just seems to flow <laughs> so easily and just Thank you. yeah it's a it's a lot of just me yapping and dare I say I'm a bit of an attention whore I do love attention I love it I do I'm not gonna deny it and I think that's kind of also where it comes from is like the more animated I can be the more attention I'm gonna get and it kind of works out really well for both parties <laughs> so it's like might as well just keep me and me like <laughs> you, you need some form of a podcast I swear to god it's it's something you need to do something or you need to be like a reoccurring guest on like a two-person <laughs> podcast where you are coming in and just yapping away because it's too yeah, I I'm a big yapper and it's like don't get me wrong <laughs> I I don't think that everyone needs to hear what I have to say or needs to think that I'm funny or whatever it is I like hearing what I have to say I think I'm funny and that's enough for me I'm just sharing with y'all my skills and my gifts and if you like it amazing if you don't you can leave it <laughs> like that's totally fine yeah. but I just I just like to yap <laughs> Yeah, you, you can come to my page and if you don't like it, you don't have to follow. No, literally, like, like I promise you, like I don't, it's going to be fine. Like I'm going to be good. <laughs> that Yeah, no, I'm with you there. That's such a great mindset to have in a lot of things of just like, oh yeah, hey, I'm doing me and uh, you like it or you can't. I, I don't yeah. really care. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me regardless because a lot of stuff that goes into being so open on social media is being open with the fact that you're going to receive feedback no matter what. It's going to be positive or negative whether you ask for it or not. Like it's going to come back to you. So I've had to tell myself like, I'm a firm believer in if I cherish you as an individual, as a friend, as a human being in my life, I'm going to cher cherish your opinion of me because I, I, I value you. I'm going to value your opinion of me. But if you're somebody who is just somebody else on this earth with me and I don't value you anything past just being a, a normal human being on earth with me, I'm going to respect you. But if I don't value you past that, why would I value your opinion of me? Like, <laughs> like genuinely, and that's not even to be like mean, but that's just like an honest truth that I have to tell myself. Like, I can't let people that I don't know that don't know me dictate how I feel about myself because I posted a silly little video and you decided to hate comment on it for whatever reason, but like yeah. I digress. No, I just, I don't know. I hold the opinions of those close to me, very close to home. And then if you're further away from home, that's as far as your opinion is for me. <laughs> yeah. I always thought of, I, I heard a quote from somebody once say, uh, like if they don't have my phone number, why do I, why do I, yes. you know what I mean? I like, love that quote. I think it was like Mark Wahlberg who might've said it or, or Kevin Bacon <laughs> or someone, but, but the, the, the entirety of that quote is if you have a problem with me, text me. And if you don't have my number, you don't have a problem with me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. why do you, like, who, who are you upset with right now? Like, <laughs> but again, that, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Is that something that you've developed over time or is that just like you've always kind of had this mindset there as like you've grown like maybe I feel like okay for me personally I didn't have that in high school but I would say like toward the end of high school it was kind of like oh yeah what am I doing giving the fuck? Yeah. Um, excuse me no I think a lot of where that mindset and I hate to call it confidence because I never want it to be like misunderstood as cockiness but it definitely is a certain confidence that I have within myself that I did not have growing up. I like totally thought that I should be silent versus me always wanting to be loud and proud and talk and yap and just go, go, go. I'm so high energy that I would get those comments of like, 
calm down or it's not that serious or like I'd always get these comments that just made me feel like I should be pushing myself back down which is insane because now my mindset is take up as much room as you possibly can because if not you then who like I think it's so important to take up as much space and be as loud and proud as you can be because that's honestly how it's gotten me as far as I've gotten in my content creation um just being loud and proud about everything so it definitely was something that I had to learn and honestly, it didn't really get to that point of confidence until I started posting, you know, on rave talk, you know, like seeing all these people just really enjoy the fact that I was over the top, authentic and loud and everyone was enjoying it. I was like, I've never gotten this response before when I was a kid and I was loud and being kind of annoying, which is honestly in truth what I am on the internet. I'm just kind of loud and annoying on the internet. That's what I do. So when I was loud and annoying in person as a child, people didn't <laughs> like it. So I had to push little yeah. annoying loud Tatum down. And then over time in, in my adulthood, she's just popped right back out. And like, it's the version of me that people love. And I never want to live a life for someone else. Like I want to be authentically me and I should never have to think and stop and be like Tatum, like, are you being a bit too crazy right now? Like, no, who, who has time to second guess themselves on their natural reaction to things? So yeah, definitely something I had to learn very, very uh rough it was very rough but I got through it and every and you can too everyone can <laughs> yes absolutely everyone can yeah I have a you you said something about like I like to be um oh my gosh I just lost the word but you don't want to be cockiness essentially yeah you, it's you, never cocky it's just confidence and I never want that not to cocky. be right yeah like I never yeah. want that to be misconstrued or mis, or you know misunderstood like because not for nothing, if you're not loud and proud, and I say this all the time too, of like closed mouths don't get fed. And if you're not confident, you're not going anywhere in the sense of if you have a dream and you're not willing to do everything for it to include being yourself, like how, how are you going to get there? If you're not, if you're not asking for this opportunity or asking for help or just just showcasing who you are, like if you're not able to be confident with yourself, how are other people going to take you seriously or confidently? Like, I don't know. See, now I'm not confident. Like, ah, about maybe my not. Answer. Maybe I'll just retract that statement. <laughs> no, no, you're 100% on board with that. I mean, I, I I had someone recently within the past year that was like, hey, you gotta you gotta fight for some of the things you want. And I was like, what do you ah. mean? And they're like, well, you just look, I get you know, like, you're very humble about what you're doing. Now, now I'm talking like that. That's what they said to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they said that to me. And I was like, okay. And they're like, you just gotta get a voice what you want more because you can go get it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I, you know, it really stuck with me of like, and now the past year, I'm like, what the fuck do I want? Because now I got to- Oh yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> and, and not for nothing with me and my confidence and with tying in being humble about it, I think it's so important. I think that as much as you are confident, you should be humble about it. You should definitely give yourself like an inch or two of like extra confidence that's not so humble because you should want to pick yourself up. But the humbleness really is important because that's what keeps you from being cocky. I mean, I can't tell you en enough times of how many times I've hopped on TikTok or Instagram and I've just cried just thanking my audience and the people that follow me and my friends and my family for supporting me because I would be some random girly pop on TikTok with a couple thousand followers, probably even a couple hundred followers just yapping away if it weren't for the fact that people followed me and right. liked my stuff and commented yeah. and engaged and shown all these brands like who I am as an individual and a content creator versus the actual numbers, because I'm not like this major content creator. Um, I've got like 12,000 on Instagram, 30,000 on TikTok. That's not crazy for our community as far as, you know, followers go. And I'm very 
appreciative and, and I love each and every single one of those people, but like my numbers, <laughs> my numbers aren't there, but because of the content I push out, it, it does kind of resonate better with brands and with people. And I'm not even going to lie. Don't even know what train tracks I'm on right now with this thought, but like, <laughs> I just totally lost my train of thought. Don't even know what we're talking about anymore. No, you're good. Oh, my gosh. You're good. Um, oh, being humble and confident. It's important right. <laughs> to stay humble and it's important to thank the audience that gave you the platform because I didn't wake up one day and just have 30,000 followers. No, 30,000 yeah. people liked me enough to want to be like, Hey, I want to see you yap a little bit more. And then they followed me and here we are. And I just, I'm very appreciative of them. And I always try to do giveaways when I can. And I always try to engage with comments when I can. And I host meetups at festivals. And I always stop and say, thank you for being my friend at a festival. If someone runs into me and they're, you know, a, a, a follower of mine, I, I it's imperative to me that I always say, thank you for being my friend, because I never get to say that personally over the internet. Like it just doesn't hit the right. same. So no, I totally get it. Hey, that's how I think we connected more is when we met in person. It was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's a, another thing is like when you meet somebody you follow in person, whether it, on, on any scale, when they're like just the same person that you follow, you're like, oh my god, this is this is like so refreshing. <laughs> and then the, you know, rather than get somebody who just doesn't come or comes across differently, and then you meet them, and yeah. you're like, oh, and granted, people have bad days, or whatever, but like it's just very. Yeah. It's just very unique in that sense in general across the board when you meet somebody that is like yeah, there. I, I always tell myself um, that I try to have lower expectations of people only because I never want for their lack of being able to live up to what I thought of them would be. Um, I, I try to have low expectations when I meet people because not to be in a sad way of like people let you down, but like give that person a chance to like not be having a bad day or like yeah. not have them be in a crazy situation and kind of like get to know them a little bit before you kind of like judge them right off when you first meet them yeah, um to totally agree totally that agree. can totally go a, a I, different way but <laughs> it can definitely go. i had a quote for you um you can you can be about yourself without being a dick i just want to get your opinion on that and what your thoughts yes, are. you can absolutely yes <laughs> you can go about your you can do you can go your entire life without being an asshole. And yeah. I swear things are gonna work out so well for you yeah. versus yeah. if you had. And like, I definitely think that, I mean, that that's what gets you places. That's what gets you connections is like mm -hmm. being a genuine, nice individual. If you're genuinely an asshole, you might not get as far, but if you're genuinely a sweetheart and you're willing to put on the work, like you could rule the freaking world. And I don't know, I feel like that's kind of where I'm coming up right now where I've blown up so fast and, and so, genuinely on the internet where my genuine authenticity just kind of speaks for itself and it's gotten me all these places and it's just I don't know it's it's crazy I every single day I'm like what is this life that I'm living and I couldn't be more grateful for it <laughs> no I know it is crazy to look at it and just so when you first started did you see it going in any way or was it just like I'm gonna put stuff out and like because I know some people that had like some had a vision some were like I'm just gonna put things out because I enjoy them like it's just everyone's got a different way start story of yes. how they started and why they started. What was the reason why you started and did you see it going to where we're at now? So where I really, really took off on TikTok and that's where I consider like my beginning of my TikTok journey was I had posted a transition video for FK and it blew up bigger than I ever thought it could have. And up until that point, I was working with, you know, slow fashion brands more and more in the hippie community. And that's where I was like, just doing like unboxings and stylings. And it wasn't as insane as it is now. Um, excuse you, sir. Sorry. Um, Benny's being silly. 
Um, I, I just posted the video because I thought it was cutie and FK was my second rave. This was two FKs ago and I had seen other girls doing transition videos and I was like, well, I want to do that too. Like, I just think it's fun. And I posted the video and that first day I had no service. So I couldn't tell what was happening on my phone. And so many people that first day were coming up to me like, you're that girl from TikTok. And I was like, I, I don't think so. Like, I think you mean someone else. Cause I'm not someone that's on TikTok like that. And then I got home, I got to the Airbnb and my phone just just on fire. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel really bad for telling those people it wasn't me because it was. Um, come here, sorry. Um, and yeah, no, I, I never saw it really going anywhere. And once I saw the traction that I had gotten, I was like, I guess I just should keep on posting. And, and I think it took me like, probably like, a year, a year-ish maybe until I actually got like settled into content creation and working yeah. with brands, which is actually kind of silly to think about maybe less than a year. Um, but yeah, I had no plans. It was just, I yap, I want attention. I'm posting on the internet, seeing where it goes. And it went the best possible path it could have gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I totally get it. it. It's interesting too, with just the evolution of content and how it's changed over time too. And, and, I don't know. It's just, it's fascinating to get these origin stories and see where yes. we go from there. <laughs> but a year into settling into content creation with where you were is, is still quite impressive, to be honest. Like, I mean, and I've been, I mean, then I, the other thing I a question with that is, is were you doing the same thing throughout that year or have you evolved it over time, changed it up? Cause I know like me personally, I've technically been on this content creation journey. This will be year four in mm -hmm. august however i started off like completely different side of things and yes. it's evolved more and more and and yeah. it kind of settled in now where i've like the past year i've kind of settled we're like all right i like what i'm doing now and now let's zone in but it wasn't like that for me and another thing i uh to tack on to the question i apologize but were you like with did you have other people that were creating content at the same time as you that you could talk to or were you kind of like off on your own figuring it out um, so yeah, no, I was, I was making these connections with other content creators and it was great. And I was able to kind of get some tips and tricks from them. But as far as like my actual content, like I have been alone in Atlanta for the majority of the time I've lived up here. Um, so it really is just me when it comes to my content creation. And I, honestly, it was a lot of just I love and I hate telling my like content creation story journey just because like I feel like mine didn't have as much effort in it as it could have in the sense that I'm very, 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 very lucky that it came very natural to me to yap on the internet and it came very natural to me to talk to people in a very playful yet professional way and kind of get places like it, it just it really worked out for me not to, you know, diminish the work I have put into it but like I I knew to put hashtags on my videos. So I put hashtags on my videos and it worked. And I knew to post at a certain time. So I did that and it worked. Like I knew to have a, a cutie caption and I knew to have my thumbnail look a certain way. And I guess that was just more so of knowledge that I got just from watching other creators that I was following. Yeah. Um, come here. Um, and yeah, it just, again, I'm very lucky that it came natural to me i i don't ever want to say easy because it was not an easy road i mean there was definitely plenty of hours where i sat on my floor just <laughs> this is such an influencer champagne problem just sitting in the floor of my sunroom with just boxes and stuff everywhere and being so overwhelmed and just knowing that i owe everyone all this content and like there are definitely times where like 
gets a little dark because <laughs> everything does in life, you know, everything kind of gets overwhelming at some point, but it really has just been me and like, just me figuring it out on my own, I guess. Yeah. Well, I I'm with you there. I, there was definitely a long period of either doing things not right. Or for me personally, like I'd started on my own. And then I, there's some things I knew, like I should be clipping these podcasts down and yada, yada, but I suck at editing. And it's like, there was definitely a solid year and a half where like, I just wasn't doing that. And then I finally was like, what am I, why am I doing this and not doing it correctly? And then yeah. obviously, yeah. <laughs> of course, once I start doing it correctly, you see way more dividends being paid out within a short period of time versus like a year. Yeah. So it is kind of just, it's just anyways. And then same thing about talking about asking for help or anything of that nature. I didn't do that for a while. Now I have no problem texting and being like, Hey, what do you think of this? Cause now it's like, oh, I'd rather yeah. just, you know, I'd rather just get an opinion and go from it than just like sit around and not know what to do or do it wrong. Um, but, it, yeah. and then you brought up something about like the influencer shame thing, but yeah. something you probably can relate to is the ebbs and flows of the creating process. And you have moments where you're on like such a high and you're doing things and you're loving it and you're doing it. And then you have like one thought and you're like almost stuck for two days of like, am I doing, what am I doing? Is this correct? What am I doing with my life? Like, <laughs> why am I posting these silly little videos on the internet that literally nobody cares about? And and again, mind you, like I've already gone through the motions of you with telling you that like, I'm a fairly confident individual, but there are some times where I'm like, this sucks. Why are you posting this? Like nobody <laughs> likes it. Like, what are you doing? Like my thoughts are never like, oh no, the engagement's going to be bad. No, it genuinely is just like, people are going to see this and they're going to be really upset with you. They're going to be so sad that this sucks. Like they're going to hate this unboxing video. Like you didn't gasp loud enough. And these are things that I've told myself where I'm like, Tatum, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely have those moments where I'm like, I'll be I'm like, what am I doing? Am I should I continue doing this? And then of course, like one thing happens, and you're like, yes, I should. Like, be yes, this, this is what like, <laughs> I, I do enjoy this. <laughs> I, I do remember that I was very, 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 very fortunate to go on a little festival bender. And after the festival, after I'd gotten done doing three back to back festivals, um, I sat with myself for like a month, and I didn't talk to people. I didn't make any content. Like I had so many people reaching out to me of just like showing me all this like positivity and love and just like appreciation for me. And like this, the amount of like loving positive messages I got was insane. And that's what kind of got me back into the place of, okay, cool. Like I can do this. I'm meant to do this. Cause I, I won't lie. There was a minute there where I was like, I'm done. Like I I'll finish out the rest of what I got going on, but like, I kind of just want to go back to not being influencer Tatum Bell and just be Tatum like she was so like chill and cool and like could go anywhere and hang out and not be like expected to perform a certain way and just like I don't know I I miss her sometimes but also I'm very 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 lucky to like live the life that I live now and it's just like I don't know where I would be without my audience and without like this community in general and just I don't know I'm yapping again <laughs> no no you're good you're going on a great a great tangent um <laughs> sorry <laughs> no you're absolutely right it's um she I had a question too and I just lost it so you're good um but, <laughs> um one of the things I want to know about is when you're working with you know brands and you're working your real job and you're doing your other content creation you're doing kind of you got three things you're kind of doing two of them revolve around your own page but how do you structure your time management or your creative process in a sense because that's something I know for me, 
working a full-time job and then content creating plus a podcast, it is sometimes hard to find the time to do it all and plan that. And I just love hearing how other people go about that process. Yeah, no, if you had, if you had asked me that two months ago, I probably would have broke down crying because of just the (laughs) lack of time management I had going on. Um, I was heavily involved with several different avenues within this industry. And recently I've been able to focus on just one plus my content creation And, um, right now, because it's just the one I'm able to do my regular nine to five during the week. And then on the weekday and the weekends, um, is when I kind of hone in for an hour or two on a Saturday or Sunday. And I just knock out all my content. Sorry. He's, he's whining. Um, (laughs) He just, he just wants attention. Um, and I have just really been trying to focus on getting all my work done during the week and just focusing on that. And then weekends is like, my content creation time, which is also why I've been looking more into um, becoming more of like an established influencer. Like I have like a media kit created and raids and like I'm making it like a serious thing because I'm looking at all the time I'm spending on the weekends and I'm like, Tatum, like this is genuinely like time you're putting into these, into this content and you're making it as good as you can. And like, you're getting engagement for all these brands. Like you might as well start making an actual job. And I feel like that would make me feel better about it, but yeah, no, I try to keep it very separate of weekdays and then weekends. <laughs> no, I got you 100%. I just was starting to think about doing that same exact thing. So we're going to have more to talk about off camera. Yes. But other than that, no, that's awesome. Something I really quickly want to run back to before I ask our last question was, how did that break go for you? And how did that help you just reset and realign? Because I just went through something complete, like the exact same thing where I kind of hit the goal that I originally set out to hit with this content and everything. And I hit it. And now, you know, I had a moment of just like, oh, now what, you know, like, what do I do? And um, it was really overwhelming for the first couple months of having that, like, oh my God, I hit the goal. Yay. And then you celebrate for like a couple of weeks and you're like, wait, but now Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this. And so it was really nice to just chill and take a break and realign and figure everything out. And how did that, anyways, how did that process work for you is my question. Then we got one more question or dive in that. <laughs> um, exactly what you just said with that festival bender, 75% of that was work for me. And these were projects that I had been working on for months and months and months. So yeah, once that festival bender month was over, I was like, okay, I just completed everything that I've been working towards for so many months. Like now what? And it was that question of, well, now what, what do I do? And I kind of thought that like, it was the end of an era for me. And then I was, I sat with myself a little bit and I had the internal battle of, do I continue doing this? Do I stop? Like, do I just, what do I do? And then I realized like, no, like I genuinely do love content creation. I love connecting with people. Like, even if it's not as an influencer, like I still love just showcasing things to people and like, and sharing small brands and sharing all these people that can be connected. And like, I don't know. I just, the thought of how much happiness I brought people I didn't want to not be able to offer that to other people, not in the sense that like I am someone's one true mighty happiness, but like the fact that I had had so many people telling me like how much my content, you know, helped them gain confidence and, and find so many cute businesses. And like, and through that made friends, like just like all these little connections that I was able to kind of facilitate without even really trying. I was like, who am I to know that I can do this and choose not to like, which on two sides is amazing, but then also kind of puts myself in a bad situation of like, 
I'm not the source of people's happiness. I shouldn't put that on myself. But there are some times where I'm just like, no, like if I can do something to make you feel a little bit better and that's just through a random video, like I should do that. Like I can do that. So I will. Um, so I don't know. It was a lot of just wanting to make sure that I was continuing to spread the confidence and happiness that I have previously. Um, and not for nothing, it should be transparent. Hate me for it. I don't care. Free stuff is always cool. I like free things. I like free outfits. I like free festivals. I will promote for them and I'll do whatever I can. But very transparently, I don't want to get rid of that just yet. So I kept on going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Trust me, I understand. You gotta, and that's the life you got to uh, walk yeah, that tightrope. You know if what I mean? My, uh, if what I got to do is make some videos, I'm going to make some videos. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I almost would rather, it sounds weird, but I almost would rather have like, a tangible thing of like, I have to make these versus like, yeah. Hey, I should be made. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds weird. Yeah. Even though, no, even I, though yes. the mindset is the same of like, I do need to make these for my own benefit. Yes. It's something weird of like, I, you don't have to make, you know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah. <laughs> you that I, cop will, out. I will say like, like I'm very lucky where I'll have brands reach out to me like, Hey, we love you. We want to send you this content. Don't worry about posting it. And then I'll still want to post it, of course, but because I have like structured videos I need to make for like brands that I've said, hey, this is my end of the deal, I will post. I find myself kind of pushing the ones that aren't required to the bottom of the list. And I always bring it up when I can kind of thing. But yeah, yeah once I know I have to do it by a certain time, I'm like way more go, go, go about it. But sometimes I... I'm a little slow. <laughs> totally understand. Um, where do you see this content that you've... The... Um, let me rephrase that question because I just butchered it. Where do you see yourself growing in the next five years? Do you have a goal in mind? Do you not? Is it yes. a 10 year? Is it a 20 year? Is it a three year? Is it, there is no goal. <laughs> what is, what do you see yourself in the next couple of years? I, oh, I, I, I apologize to do it, but I'm going to give you my one year goal. Cause that's as far out as I, I've thought so far. Um, I recently started being a full-time employee over at Elevate 08 Designs, and I've been obsessed with this brand for a year now. Being a part of the official team is crazy, and the amount of amazing projects that we have coming out in 2024, I'm so excited to be a part of, um, mainly because me being at the forefront of content creation for them, I kind of have like this monopoly of like, okay, like I'm, I'm here at the beginning when everything's kind of starting, everything picks up, I'm going up with it. Like I'm very excited to see how that kind of goes. So honestly, just to better establish myself within the brand and kind of show like you guys hired me for a reason and I'm not here to clown around. I'm here to get shit done. And like, I'm so excited to see just where my position grows as the company grows. Um, and I'm just like so overly ecstatic for 2024. New job, new city I'll be living in and moving to Denver here next month. Literally so excited for that. So just kind of getting settled in Denver and with my job is like the year goal and then We'll go from there after. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Those are two, first off, those are not like small little things in life. Those are both I know, just like keep sliding that in. <laughs> it makes total sense that, hey, if I'm going to move across the country, that's really my only goal at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's like my only goal is like to get settled and established and then we'll pick back up from there. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, totally understand. That makes total sense to me. I have nothing wrong, bad about that. Yes. Um. <laughs> We are going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back, everybody. And we're back after that little short break. Y'all appreciate you sticking with us. We've got one more question for you, Tatum, or I got, there's no one else but me here. I got one more question for you. Uh, and that is what I ask all my guests is, how do you, you, how do you live yourself for every day? <laughs> Still so nervous about this question. Um, I, I really want to like think for a sec and like, 
give like a genuine answer because if it weren't for the opportunities I've been afforded due to me being authentic and due to my audience and everything, like I wouldn't live the life that I do. So instead of running through my day out of spite, you know, cause I don't drink caffeine instead of, instead of going through my day, just out of spite, right. I go through it just of like, there's, there's no other choice for me to not live up to what I have going on right now. And just to give, to go forward. Like I never want to rescind or like rescind from where I'm at currently. Yeah. Um, and I mean that in all aspects of my life, like I'm, I'm 24. I have my best friend, Benny. He's my dog, my golden doodle. I have an apartment. I have a car. I pay all my bills. Like I have a full-time job. And it's like, if I don't continue living my life the way that I did while trying to reach these goals, I would not be able to act currently live it. So I think I just kind of live for life itself. Just like, just <laughs> keeping on going, I guess. <laughs> like, like I, I, I love my job and I want to do a good job there. So I get my tasks and I do them and that makes me feel fulfilled and okay, cool, amazing. And then I have my friendships and my relationships and I feel fulfilled in those. And I think it's just about like keeping all these bits of my life fulfilled. And with that, it's like, oh, I really enjoy this feeling of like, being cool, calm and collected and enjoying my day. Like, let's do that tomorrow again. Like, let's keep this thing up. Um, so would so it yeah, be best as like looking forward, never looking back, like just let's yeah, keep pretty going. much. There's literally nothing we can do about past choices we've made, whether they're good or bad. And it's like, why sit there and dwell on it when you can see that you had a bad day? Okay, now live your next day doing the exact opposite that you did on the bad day. And maybe you'll have a good day. So it's like, if you had a really good day, do that same thing over again and you'll have a good day again. Like, I don't know, I guess I'm just living for life itself in the sense of like, I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking to have a good day. Like I very much so in, 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 am in charge of my own experience. And if I'm not doing what it takes to have a good experience, then what am I doing? Like, I don't know, I live for the good. <laughs> yeah, living that, I think that would sum it up even better is just living for the good experiences. Yeah. And getting the most so you're just trying to get the most good out of this <laughs> life experience that we yes. have whether like that is good. yeah whether that is i'm gonna make the best cup of coffee or you know my coffee this oh my God, God, i'm gonna so have fun. the best tasting glacier freeze gatorade and it's gonna oh, be so really? good that i might get it tomorrow oh, but tomorrow's is gonna be even better yeah. than the one I had yesterday. Exactly. I'm not even thinking about the one I had yesterday because this one is so good. So living in yes. the moment, look, looking forward for the good things, but living in that moment and finding the good in those yes. moments. See, you said it so much better than I ever could. <laughs> Glad you're here. I have some experience in asking this question and summing it up. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah, no, always, always living for the good, always looking forward, always just trying to do a little bit better because there's nothing wrong with improving yourself and your, in your life and your experiences. Like I personally am always wanting the best for myself. And like, I, I live my life to make sure I can have that. And yeah. I live for the good. <laughs> Living for the good. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is so <laughs> I think, I mean, if someone listening hasn't taken that away from today's podcast, yeah. even I, I gotta trademark about, that. Live for the good. Yeah. I might change the whole name of the podcast. I know. What was it going to be earlier? Tum tummy ache gal or whatever I said. Well, I was <laughs> kidding. I'm, I'm going to tweet that. Live I'm for the good. Tummy. I'm going to make that my entire personality now, even though it kind of already is. <laughs> No, that is, um, that, I mean, that is, that is like, I was yeah. saying to you prior to 
the podcast started, you you don't realize how the first 20, 30 minutes of the podcast is lines up very much with how you're going to answer that question. It's just something you don't think about. And then you get when you re-listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, I am well, definitely doing that and living for the good. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, you know, in that living for the good, any small tidbits of things that people can take away on how you do that on a daily basis? Because, and the reason I asked that is because I feel like, and not to get into it too much, but I feel like you can develop, like you mentioned, you can develop your own happiness. And if you're not happy and you're sad, obviously there are some chemical imbalances, but if you're not happy, if you're not happy, there are small things you can do daily that as they procure, they get bigger. And then that snowball effect, you know, it starts out tiny and it goes down the hill and it's huge. And eventually you just come up and you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than I did a month yeah. ago. You know, <laughs> and, like, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to get a little real with you on that answer. Um, speaking of chemical imbalances, um, I am diagnosed borderline personality disorder. So a lot of my chemical imbalances are very different. They're very high, they're very low, and they interchange at all times. Um, so I know what I'm like when I'm at a lower experience. And, and, and I honestly, that kind of motivates me to want to create so many good things in my life that if I'm sitting there and I'm just mentally drained and I'm mentally sad and I think, oh, there's nothing to look forward to. If I've already created all of these amazing avenues and opportunities in my life, I have that to look forward to. I'm, I've, I have the good to look forward to. So I almost kind of like don't allow myself to like get so deep and, and sad in my lower experiences because again, I'm living for the good. Like I got to get to that good and I can't get there if I'm all the way down here in Sadville. Like I got to, I got to boost myself up. And, and yeah. that's what I have found works for me. Whatever's going to work for you is going to, what's, what's going to work for you. And I wish you well on that path and journey of happiness kind of thing, but I just found that it works for me. And maybe that's not as healthy as it could be, but <laughs> I don't know. I just always looking forward, always looking for the good. And yeah. Well, no, I think you hit on something that's super important there is that you got to kind of know yourself a little bit there. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing yeah. of like, how do you be, how are you happy and how do you find your happiness? Well, you got to kind of, know you learn a, yeah take some time to know you because like if you know you you can kind of in a sense get ahead of something if you see like oh i'm in this path again and this did not end well last time i can no, fix did not. <laughs> yeah but if, but if you don't learn about you you might just run into that same wall again and you'll just keep running into that yeah. same wall until you figure it out or learn about you so no i think that's a that's i mean that's perfect advice in a sense of just like you should you got to learn you and i think in general that's a rule of thumb. I think if people are, I just think that's something that all everyone needs. And that's something you should strive to do is learn the most about you. And again, you can be all about you without being a dick. Call back to that earlier. Yeah, that part. That is a, that is a <laughs> and, Babs quote original, but you. No, it's amazing. <laughs> and, and also like kind of how I said earlier, I was like, oh, like I'm living for the good, not out of spite. I think I almost am living out of spite in the sense of I'm being spiteful of my sad self, like I'm going to, I'm going to live such a good life in spite of my bad self <laughs> that like, I don't even, I don't even know you. I don't know bad Tatum. Like, I don't know sad her, like all I know was good Tatum. So I think I'm kind of just living out of spite of my own sadness. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, Again, that's a way to if put it, it works for me. That's great. I hope it works for you. But if not, you'll figure it out one day. Like you'll figure out what works for you. <laughs> we could be on full circle there with that. Yeah. <laughs> Just pure um, rage and spite at the end of the day <laughs> yeah pure rage and spite towards my <laughs> self that I don't like and I'm yeah. gonna make it happen and be better for me 
Yeah. No, I, I absolutely <laughs> love that. I, I love everything about that. It's so important to live for the good in that sense. Um, and hopefully someone hears that and it clicks for them and like, yeah, I gotta start living the best I can. That's and a good quote. It is. I wrote it down. <laughs> You're gonna make it my entire personality. <laughs> I changed my whole page and everything. Yeah, um, everything's gonna have live for the good on it now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, I, I, again, I absolutely love that. Um, Tatum, that was a great answer. I love love hearing <laughs> about that. And I think you do encompass that as a whole with your content and just from what I what I know about you in person, <laughs> when I see you, when I see you in person and stuff. So with that being said, give people the insight on where they can follow you, where they can find you. Um, and we'll wrap this up. Yeah, no, I super appreciate you. I appreciate being here. You can find me on Instagram at Tatum.bell. Uh, you can find me over on TikTok at Tatum Bell with three L's. I post loud, yappy, nobody cares content on there. <laughs> Go ahead and check it out. Um, yeah, no, I super appreciate being here and hope to come back soon. <laughs> we'll definitely have you on again. Uh, I'll make sure to put those into the uh, description of the podcast as well as for those who can find it. But yes, absolutely. You're more than welcome back on anytime. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I love having return guests on it. It makes it so much more fun and people can follow along with the journey in that sense too. So absolutely. You'll come back on. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. With that being said, everybody, we're out. Peace. Bye.